Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by the company you depend upon for all of your greatest needs, Heart Life. These stories are true dramatizations from our fair city's glorious history. So listen and remember, Heart Life, all the life you'll ever need. Welcome, dear policies, to the third season of Our Fair City. We have seen the depths to which uncontrolled science can lead the human mind. Hartford, even with the protection of our benevolent corporation, faced the consequences of harboring an outsider, a terrible uprising of the woken dead. But those terrors all took place within the safe, warm walls of heart life. This story begins outside. A blistering wind screams across the barren tundra. A single structure rises up from the trackless plain in defiance of nature, all that remains of what came before, the Heart Life Tower. Its black sides care nothing for the noisome wind, nor for the struggle that unfolds in its shadow. Here, on the unforgiving tundra, we find Neil Henderson, the sharpshooter. For years, he shoveled the waste of Hartford into chutes to power the city, but a misadventure with a reckless youth cost him his livelihood, his home, and his lady fair. Now he must journey back into the fold. He must journey back for Allison. But the way is barred. Across from him stands an enormous raccoon, as tall as a man with a pelt as thick as raw hide. With alarming speed, it rears onto its back legs, bearing its yellowed fangs. Henderson slides his prized shovel, Betsy, from the straps on his back. The raccoon's eyes narrow as it scents the air and opens its disgusting maw. It prepares to strike. But this is Neil Henderson. Well, that does it for you, horrible beastie. And since you won't be needing your fur coat anymore... the 248th worst smell I have ever smelled. Ah, now that's better. Nice and warm. Now I'll just cut me some critter chops for later. These'll sure be tasty if and I can find some way to fire them up. Well, Betsy, this is some mess we've gotten ourselves into. Oh, now, 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 it's not your fault. You're only a shovel after all. And hell, if I hadn't gone and got distracted, that chamber pot fella wouldn't have been able to toss you out the window. So really, it's my... Do you smell that? Of course you don't hear a shovel, but I swear I can smell warm milk. Would you look at that? A bowl of milk on a hot plate. I don't see anyone around, so I suppose it's fair game. Maybe I can even heat up these critter chops. <laughs> Ow! What the? A little darty thing. What's a little? What's a little darty thing doing in my neck? Who are you? Curious. I'm a. I, I'm gonna take a little nap now. 
What's that sound? Oh, hey. It's the containment tube. It's the key, Poopsie. Oh, Allison. Sweetie, I, I, I don't understand. The, the tube's a key? It's the key to my heart. Well, then you should keep it. I'll just... I, I just had it on me. Where, where did it go? Pity. No, no, hold on. Allison, don't go. I'll find it. Just, just, just wait a minute. I knew this was gonna happen. Kid? I'll handle this. Wait, wait, slow down. I, I don't, I don't understand what you're saying. Do you agree? Agree to what? I, I couldn't follow. Do you agree? Yeah, sure, whatever. I, I agree. Then it's time to shoot. Pookie! Allison! Neil! Betsy? Save me, Neil! Save me! Betsy, you're a shovel. How are you talking? Who's always been there for you? Through thick and thin? And runny? Don't listen to her, Neil. She can't love you the way I do. In a physical sense. She's just using you, Neil. She's just a shovel, Neil. Save me! No, save me! Time to choose. Neil, I love you! Betsy! The choice has been made. What? No! 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 Come back! I, I didn't mean to... I choose Allison! 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 Allison. Allison. Ah! Ah, wonderful. Awake at last. How do you feel, sleepyhead? Where am I? Tower Resource Annex 775 if you want the official answer. Home if you want a personal one. Regardless, you are somewhere safe and warm, which are the two defining characteristics of a decent shelter. <laughs> Here, try a little soup. What happened? You were tranquilized. I'm very sorry. The milk was meant to lure out a raccoon. Imagine my surprise when I went to tag you and found you were a man in a raccoon's clothing. <laughs> anyway, we dragged you here. Open wide. Well, how long have I been asleep? Three days. Three whole days? Well, the dart was meant for a full-sized bull raccoon. Honestly, I thought you would die, but you seem to be made of sterner stuff. Open wide. Strangest dream. I I dreamt. Allison. Please calm down, sir. Allison, I have to find Allison. I I, I can't move. Why 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 can't I move? Am I paralyzed? Paralyzed? Goodness no. Honestly, who gets paralyzed anymore? No, you can't move because of Emerson. Well, who's Emerson? He's been what's keeping you warm. Emerson's a blanket. At the moment he is. Here, Emerson. Who's a good boy? Emerson's a good boy. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. How do you feel now, Mr... Henderson, Neil Theodora Thoreau Roosevelt, professional window washer and amateur naturalist out here in the great frozen wilderness. Well, Theodora Thoreau, um... Um, look, do you have a shorter name by any chance? Well, my friends call me High-Pitched Bark Tailwag. Isn't that right, Emerson? Uh-huh. Well, how about your human friends? I've never really had any of those. 
My parents called me Dora, though, if that helps. Well, thanks, uh, Dora, for your hospitality and all, but I have to go. But you just woke up after three days. Aren't you hungry? Thirsty? Food can wait. Such endurance. My, I would love to see you run a mile. Did I just say that out loud? Sorry, I usually don't have to worry about speaking my thoughts. Sure. Wait, Betsy, where is she? I'm sorry, Mr. Henderson. I only found you out on the tundra. Betsy's my shovel. Oh, oh, well then, she's right here. Thanks. Is Allison a shovel too? I'm sorry, but you were saying her name in your sleep. It's all right. Allison, Allison is the cream in my coffee. The air in my bubble, my girl. The one who makes it all worthwhile, and now because of me, they've got her. Who? They. Them. Those those bastards who do stuff. They've got her, and I have to get her back, even if it kills me. Oh, romantic. Well, let's get you back inside, shall we? I'll just fill this raccoon bladder full of soup for later. And we'll be on our way. Remember to grab your raccoon skin. I don't remember it having sleeves before. Oh, I tailored it while you were out. Fitted to you, specifically. All the measurements I took of all the... muscles. Thanks. Come along, Emerson! You're very lucky, you know. Usually this area is crawling with wild dogs the size of Emerson. Would have torn you apart in seconds. Where are they? When there's a storm approaching, they all head out to the rigs to feed off of those who fall overboard. Must be a big one coming. They've been over there for two weeks now. So, what brought you out here? Oh, I hope you don't find me asking I get so few visitors. The dead disposal driver, a mole person or two, there's a lovely lightning rigger who's doing something with balloons that comes by for a spot of tea now and then. I fell. From the tower? However did you survive? I inflated my bubble. Look, it's no big deal. I I jumped out to get my shovel, fell through a sinkhole, was trapped with some ant fella for a few days where we slowly grew a grudge and respect for one another, and killed myself this giant raccoon beastie I'm wearing. Nothing special. Oh, but it is, Mr. Henderson. Such a tale of harrowing adventure. My, and an ant, you say? Oh, if my inkwells didn't freeze solid out here, I would sit you down and make you tell me the whole story. Yeah, well... I ain't got time for that. No, I suppose not. Your quest is not over. Your journey incomplete. Only at the end could you safely relate such adventurous tales of daring. Uh, sure. What you said. So, you wash the windows out here? Indeed. De-ice and cleanse. Well, how long before they freeze back up? Uh, approximately 7.5 seconds. Kind of pointless, isn't it? Ah, but that is the very definition of human nature. Constantly and futilely toiling for order, while in every moment of every day the universe falls further into the clutches of chaos, entropy, and disrepair. Okay, yeah. It's like by the time evening evacuations are all shoveled and shooted, you have about 15 minutes of peace and quiet before the morning floods start. Eloquently put. Anyway, here you are. Just knock on that door and someone may let you in. All right. Aren't you coming? Why would I want to go in there when there is so much to explore out here? Now, I want you to promise me that you will eat this soup as soon as you can. Every last drop. I promise. 
Oh, and, uh, thanks for everything. You are very welcome. Oh, hey, here. The, uh, the ant fella gave me this before we parted ways. A gift or a warning or, or something. I, I don't rightly know. I don't speak clickety-clack. I, anyway, it's a green thing, and you, being a nature person and all, I thought you might like it and know what it is and such. Oh, my. A, a clover. It's... it's beautiful. I... I don't know what to say. Just a way of saying thanks for the soup and hospitality. Thank you, Mr. Henderson. Thank you very, very much. Oh, okay. I guess we're hugging now. Okay, yeah, that's, uh, that's good. Need to breathe. I apologize, Mr. Henderson. That was quite inappropriate. Come along, Emerson. Goodbye, Mr. Henderson. Enjoy your soup. Well, call me Neil. I'm not that kind of girl, Mr. Henderson. What? Oh, don't look at me like that, Betsy. I already got a girl. Let's see if we can get someone to open these doors. Well, that was easy. Flee! Whoa! Hold on there, mole person. What's going on? It's the Woken, sir. They're coming. They overran my defensive position behind a disused sofa. Now they're coming. Better to die out in the frozen waste than to be eaten like an undercooked worm. Look, I I didn't catch half of what you just said, but no one's gonna die. Not now. Not while I'm around, all right? Yes, sir. Well, hello, ugly. Look, buddy, I I don't know what problem you got with this mole here, but no one's getting et. Not while I'm around. So let's all just calm down and talk about this. I am warning you, pal, don't you take one more step. All right. You asked for it. I'd like to introduce you to a little friend of mine. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. Let that be a lesson to you. You did it, sir. You raised your shovel and that Woken was squashed with the fear of it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> oh, the name's Lomi, sir. Neil. Neil Henderson. Well, Mr. Henderson... Uh, call me Neil. I just want you to know how eternally grateful I am. White moles everywhere will sing dirt shanties about the day Neil Henderson squashed the Woken with a look. I wish you wouldn't. And if there's anything I can ever do to help you, just say the word. Look, that's awfully kind and all, but I gotta go. I'm looking for someone. Oh, 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 I can help, Mr. Neal. I can help. I know practically everyone in the city. Neil Henderson has found his way back into the warmth of civilization. But will he find it quite the place he left just weeks ago? Will he find his Allison, or is she lost for good? And will he encounter his old associate, Nathan Rourke, whose avarice damned them both? Is he lost for good, too? Find out as this third season of Our Fair City's glorious history begins.